hard work every day. Not an easy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. Hey, hey, hey. Look, we have another episode that's going to be amazing today. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Allie? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. My kids are quiet. That's either a good thing or a really bad thing. But <laughs> How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. You doing good? Yes. Everybody, he got underwear on. He's just sitting here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, our kids are in the background. They're in the kitchen right now. And I told them that they have got to be quiet. We'll see how that goes. So if y'all hear anything in the background, it's because my kids are in here eating their lunch. Um, but today we're going to talk about something that I love talking about. And anyone who is a first time mom or anyone who is a veteran mom or dad or anybody out there, they understand that it is different talking about poop after you've had kids. It's like exciting. It's like, oh, what color was it today? Was it hard? Was it stiff? Okay, we got to give them more water. Or, you know, like, oh, they had runs? Oh, man. Um, it's like you just talk about poop so much. <laughs> so it's okay. But um, we're going to be talking about potty training. And since I have my new book, Potty Training Mommy and Daddy, we're deaf. Oh, there it is. We're deaf. And that's Chris on the cover. And that's me. And then... That is a combination of all three of our kids, but <laughs> more than likely, I would say it's Chase because Chase was the one that was always pointing. He loved to point when he was a baby. Like it reminds me of Christopher because that's a big old baby sitting. That's there. Christopher's size. Like no <laughs> lie, Christopher was twenty five pounds at six months old, and just so you can put that into perspective, Chase is almost two and he's twenty nine pounds. Yeah. Wow. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. So yeah, real talk. But um, I'm really excited about today's topic because it is such a struggle for most parents. And when you get to that point, most times it's already too late for us parents here in America. <laughs> but there's a way around it. And this will be the perfect gift for anyone for a baby shower that you're going to. New parents buy this book. Trust me, because if they start sooner than later. Um, it will save their life. So potty training mommy and daddy, it is a guide for introducing infant potty training as early as six months old. So before we get into it, Ali, have you ever had any like funny potty training stories or uh, moments where you just felt like so overwhelmed or like anything that was just like, this is crazy? Um, so with my second, my my littlest one is a year and a half. And, you know, ever since I didn't know you when my first was a baby, I, I wish I did because you would have, you know, pushed me to start potty training earlier. But so with my little one, you know, when he sees Sam uh, or his friends go to the bathroom, he, he says pee pee and he wants to go too. But I always do this thing and I don't know why I always do it. But after he gets out of the shower, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to let him hang out and he's like diaper free. And maybe he'll walk over to the bathroom if he has to go to the, you know, if he has to go, he'll go. And my husband always looks at me like I'm crazy. And sure enough, every single time I do it, he poops on the carpet. He pees on the carpet. I mean, I'm not kidding. Every single time. So there is, I don't, I don't know why I haven't learned my lesson yet, but yeah. We're still, we're, he's still clearly in uh, needs diapers over here. We, we've been through that stage. Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. a part of the process. That's the part that I call puppy mode because when they are aware, now when he does go on the floor or anything like, does he, is he like in shock and he's like, mommy, or does he make any type of like, oh my God reaction? 
he loves pulling at his, you know, um, yeah, and and laughing and, you know, or he'll see it come down and he'll just give me a little smirk like I'm pooping on the carpet, Mike. Better get that carpet cleaner. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. No, we've had those same. Christopher, see? This is why they you don't, don't bring your kids they to work. Remember. They don't remember. They have the shortest memory time period. It's like two seconds and it's like, they just do the exact opposite of what you just asked them to do. And I know I'm not alone in this, so I don't even feel bad. But this is what happens when you have your kids around your work. Anyway, we've had those same situations happen. Uh, as young as a baby with the diaper blowouts and poop all over the place. Now, this was funny because Chris, um, when we had our first son, he had never changed a diaper never. before. Never. It, it would freak me out to even think about it or see somebody else doing it. I have video of Chris changing Christopher's poopy diaper for the first time. And I think Christopher was like a month old. Um, yeah. So I was changing all of the poopy diapers for a whole month by myself. And um, Chris would get disgusted. And this one time we were leaving a car dealership and Chris had the baby, you know, bouncing them in his lap and he's holding them. And then you tell the rest. <laughs> I started smelling something. So I'm you thinking, saw something on his hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? It started on my hand and I started smelling something. So I'm like, hold up, is that poop? And at, remember, at this time now, I'm totally freaked out about poop and everything, but I know I got a man up because it's my child now, but I'm still not used to it now. It's like, whatever, you know, he get on my hand, just wash and clean, but literally look down at my jeans and it's like a big skid mark from my uh. hip all the way down to my knee. And it's just, I, I freak out. I literally wanted to take off my jeans and ride home in my underwear. It was so disgusting, <laughs> smelled so bad. Now, when we tell our kids that story now, they laugh they and go it. off. They love it. They think it's the funniest thing ever. But at that time, it was hard on me now. That was that was the first diaper blowout we've ever experienced. Yes. I think he was like, I think he was about two months old. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was poop everywhere. It was in his car seat. Thank God I had like a thousand yeah. change of clothes because that was that first time mom that had like five outfits in the bag. And I had to like put the um, the receiving blanket in the car seat after I cleaned it as best I could so that I could sit the baby back in it so we can drive home. I mean, it was poop everywhere. I didn't even understand how to even begin to clean all of that up. Uh, it was so much. Uh, I want to definitely go ahead into the whole starting at six months old with my first child. I've done it with all three of my kids and people are always like, how do you do that? Why do you do that? And how do I know when to start with my child? Well, I met a young lady who was from another country. I can't remember where. And she said, in my country, we don't potty train at two years old. We start as soon as they start sitting up. And this was like five years before I ever even had kids. And I was just like, okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. How do you start potty training a infant at that young of an age when they're just starting to sit up? She said, when they sit up and they're on solid food, she said, trust me. Put, get a small potty and you have to time it up. So you have to start taking notes as to how soon they go after they've had their bottle or after they've ate their meal. So she said, um, once you figure out that time, have the potty and everything ready. As soon as you see them give you those cues, those little grunt, you know, little faces that they give you. As soon as you see those cues, you snatch that diaper off, sit them on a potty. And once they go, she said, go crazy. So you make as much excitement. You show that you're so proud. And the baby will look at you and say, oh, my goodness, I just made mommy happy. Let me do that again. So they get really excited. And 
we created a song so that they knew when the song is sung, it kind of triggers them to go as well. And it goes, you go poop poo on the potty. You go poop poo on the potty. You go poop poo on the potty. You go on the potty. So what that did was it created a trigger. So if, if once down the road, if they ever did have to go and they were like taking their time or playing around, it's like we sing that song and it just stopped like, okay, yeah, let me go ahead and handle business. It's amazing. Um, and also when they're that young in age and they're trying to make sounds, that P sound is actually an easier sound to make. And that can turn into a Q that they have to go, which was the case with our son, Christopher. Um, so yeah, I started potty training like very young with my kids, six months old. Chase was actually even younger. He was about four and a half months old because he's my little strong caveman who wanted to sit up on his own at four and a half months. So, um, but yeah, that turned into trying for two weeks. And I swear to you, by the time we got to that two week mark, he fully understood that he did not have to sit in mess anymore. Yeah. Did you try with your second to get him on the potty at all when he was a baby? Sorry, my mic just, um, there we go. Um, with my second, yes. Yeah. So what I've been doing actually is, um, and he does this, he goes to an in-home daycare. She'll say, line up, it's time to go to the bathroom. And he gets in line. Um, and he loves being like the older kids and going. When he sees Sam, so, you know, go into the bathroom, he'll say PP and he'll point to the bathroom. So I've tried here and there. I will tell you, I'm not, I feel like when it comes to potty training, I need to be a hundred percent like focused and in, and yeah. I'm just not right now. And I, I wish I was because I wish I took the time during quarantine basically to do it. That's when I really should have done it. And I'm kicking myself that I didn't do it then. Um, because I guess and and I've and I know you make it so manageable and like I can do it and and but I look at Jake and watch him poop on the carpet and I'm like I need to do that. <laughs> I would be no. so frustrated when that happened because we would let them run around naked and and they would have accident you know whether you know they urinate on the uh, the carpet or you know, whatever yeah and you know Sometimes. we had to handle it. it it's hard work in the beginning yeah but once they get it. Then they get in and they're so young and they're potty trained and everybody's like praising you. Oh, you're such an awesome parent. You know, you got them potty trained early. So you got to put in the work. Well, I will tell you, my friend Casey, she she like totally took after you and your advice. And her son, who's the same age as Jake, is already potty trained and they go to daycare together. And I, again, I'm like, oh, I, I just I'm frustrated. So no, it's, it is frustrating because it's. It's just, it's very hard. And my husband, yeah. and I think I told you this, with my son, Sam, my husband was always like, no, let's keep him in a diaper as long as possible. It's just so much easier. It's contained. Um, but now that my, you know, son obviously uh, wears boxers now. I mean, he's so, he's so old. He, um, <laughs> it's like so much easier when they're potty trained. It's just yes. so much easier. Yes. Um, and I did have a question for you, Monique, actually. Okay. I'm going through this right now. Um, how do you know what, so when, what about overnight? What is that? Okay. Like? All right. Before I answer that question, I do want to say with the starting at six months old, I want to stress to the people listening and watching. Um, it is an introduction. It is simply meant for you to be able to have your child understand what the potty is for this way. They are never afraid of it. My kids are not 
walking around at six months old, fully potty trained. So I do want to make sure that people aren't misunderstanding the whole point of my book and my method. It's about the introduction. So I don't have as much of an issue once they are walking with the whole fear of the toilet or them not wanting to use it or refusing to use it. They know exactly what it's for. They respect that toilet and they put their little droppings right on in it. Um, so back to your question. Um, wait, what was your question? <laughs> well, first off, I want to say that that's so important because I know so many of my friends had the issue of their kid being really scared to sit on the toilet and, and scared just holding in their poop for like a week because they were scared of what that was like. And then, you know, just awful. So I think introducing it and making it not such a scary thing um, is such a good idea. Oh, um, you were yeah. asking about the overnight. Oh, yeah, I was asking about okay. the overnights, yeah. Now, the overnight is a little bit harder because, you know, that's such a long time span to have to go without using it. And I really did that based on the child. So what I would do is make sure I had that protective sheet, you know, the, the covering just in case there's an accident. And when I noticed that they were waking up and the diaper wasn't as wet, that's when I said, okay, it seems like they're starting to hold it a bit more. Or when they wake up right away and then they use the potty versus going in their underwear and you can tell they just freshly, I mean, going in their um, pull-up or whatever, the overnight pull-up, um, and it's like freshly wet. So at that point where I saw that, okay, they're starting to wake up and then go. So something's triggering them. So they're they're ready. It's about knowing when the child's ready. So with my kids... Um, as soon as I started to think they were ready, I would give it a go. I would let them go all night without their pull-up on, just have their little PJs, however they want to sleep. And the first few times, of course, you're going to be washing some sheets in the middle of the night or in early in the morning. It's trial and error. But what they started doing was realizing that, whoa, I just peed. It's not until they can feel what they've done. If you put the pull-up on during the day or even at night, it's absorbent. They have no reason to change what they're doing because they're like, I don't feel it anyway. Mm -hmm. But if they're sleeping so peacefully and all of a sudden they start getting wet, they're going to wake up and say, "Uh." so it kind of starts training them. Mm -hmm. So once I let them do that, then I start to notice either one of two things, either they're wetting every single day and it's been a week, they're not ready or they're wetting less and less. So they might wet at like two in the morning, but then the next day they went all night and they didn't wet themselves or they woke up mommy i have to pee pee so you have to kind of do it along the time of when your child is ready for it and i think that is what potty training is it is trying to understand what your child is ready to handle and when your child has been taught a certain thing for so long you know if they're one two years old that's a whole year or a or two whole years, sometimes people three and four years old, no judgment, where they have been taught that it's okay to relieve themselves wherever they're standing or sitting. So it's really reprogramming. So the whole introducing the child at such an early age, it's kind of training them very early that it's not okay to just wet yourself, not waiting till they're a little older. And then we're telling them then that it's not okay. And they're looking at us like, what? I've been doing this my whole life. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so I do want to read um, uh, just a little excerpt from my book. This is a part of the forward in the very beginning where I just kind of lay out 
the, um, you know, set the tone for what you're going to experience in the book. So it says, welcome to parenthood. You've experienced it all from sleepy nights, gassy tummies, fevers, colicky cries, embarrassing public outbursts, diaper blowouts, as Chris has experienced, <laughs> diaper rashes, growth spurts to terrible twos and more. However, one of the most challenging and frustrating moments every mom and dad will face, usually after the first couple of years of being a new parent, is when they ask themselves the question, how do I potty train this little human? Why is it that some children catch on earlier than others? What am I doing wrong? There are so many cute books on the market that include colorful pictures for children to look at their favorite cartoon characters learning how to use the potty. Why are these books targeting children who cannot read? If kids are visual learners who, like sponges, soak up everything they see and hear from the time they are born, aren't we starting potty training too late? How old is too old before a child becomes set in their ways? They spend the first two years of their lives being brainwashed that it, and encouraged that it's okay to mess themselves. After much time has passed, we then tell them, oh no, that's nasty. Don't pee and poo on yourself, do it on a potty. Where would you get such an idea that messing yourself is okay? Do you see the confusion a young child must go through? We help them develop this terrible habit at first. Then later, we expect them to all of a sudden turn it off like a light switch just because we feel they're too big to mess themselves. Babies are much smarter than we give them credit for, and they love a consistent routine. They want to feel secure, and they love knowing beforehand what's going to happen throughout their day. What I learned through my process of self-discovery with my own children was that it's not only the baby who needs retraining. It's mommy and daddy who need to be trained properly from the beginning. Taking the right approach from the start will save you from having to help your baby unlearn the habits that being in diapers has taught them. So that's pretty much what my philosophy is. And that's pretty much what kind of helped me to really focus on the need to introduce this potty training at a very early age. And one thing I do want to encourage any parent that's listening right now, it's not about perfection. It's about familiarity. It's about them knowing that this is what it's for and that I'm able to relieve myself when I get an opportunity when the diaper is no longer on me. Did my kids go from perfect, you know, A scores with like not wetting themselves or not pooping themselves at six, seven, eight months old? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But I will say with Christopher, from the time he was six and a half months up until around nine months, we changed not one poopy diaper. A lot of pee-pee diapers, but not a poopy diaper. And I think that the child just enjoys, and every child's different, they enjoy the fact that they can actually get it out and it's not sitting all mushed up on them. Like, they don't like that feeling. They just are taught that that feeling is, is normal and it's so normalized that they're like, okay, well, this is what it is. It's like, you know, teaching a child how to drink out of a sippy cup and then all of a sudden they're going to the straw or to the, it's, it's all about those stages and doing it at a pace where the child is comfortable, where they're understanding that they're learning something new. Um, so it is a process. Did you have anything? Not really. Oh, no, you, no, were, no, you no. were moving around like you had something Oh, no, my back is bothering me. Oh. I want to go get on my foam roller so bad, but I don't want to go over there and Monique be like, what are you doing? So I'm going to tough it out, but my back is killing me. Good Lord. I'm thinking he's over here itching with something no, to say. Nothing to say. I'm contribute. listening. 
I'm listening because I already I know all of the process. It's pretty much I'm gonna be repeating what she's saying. Right. She's just saying it a whole lot better than me. But, but but at the end of the day, though, my back is killing me. That's why I'm moving around. I can't with him right now, y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, and T'Challa's in the background once again, making notes. just like wanting all the attention. He's showing off because he does know how to poop on command. So mm -hmm. maybe he's trying to tell us about that. But go ahead, Ali. What were you about to say? I was just gonna say that you know. You said it best, and what I love about your book is that it kind of puts it in the parent's perspective of to almost give give the kid a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, you know, and 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 be extra patient. You think that okay, you know, and just we're gonna do this crash potty training course in two days of you, you know, running naked in the house, and then that's gonna be that. But it's like you're right; these kids have been trained for how long to poop and pee in their diaper, so it, it it's we kind of, sorry, we kind of have to come into it with a little bit more sympathy and patience and understanding that this is hard for them, that this is challenging. And I love that you also include um, the note section. So it keeps parents on track too. Thank you. Yes. And one thing um, I wanted to ask you about Jake, um, does he have like the little kid underwear that you can put on him or is he still in pull-ups or back and forth? What's the routine? So right now, Jake is in diapers. He does um, like to take Sam's old underwear and, you know, run around with them and stuff like that. I mean, he just, he loves to do whatever, whatever Sam is doing. Yeah. So, you know, this morning when Sam said he had to go to the bathroom, Sam went. And then after I put Jake on the potty because he said pee pee too. So I am showing, and he get his eyes like light up when he sits on the potty. I'm like, you look, you know. He's Matt, ready. Matt's like Matt's like my eyes light up too when I get to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think he's giving you signs that he's ready for sure. And, and my advice would be to get him some big boy underwear. That whole process is exciting when he feels like, wait, this is mine. And my big brother wears this. My daddy wears these. And now I have my own. And then encourage him. Now, I will say him going uh, pantless and, and pooping on the carpet and all of those things. Uh, to me, if you were to put those little underwear on him, even if he has an accident, he's more likely going to make known that, wait, I just did something in ill. It's on me. Cause even with him pooping on the carpet or on the floor or anywhere else, he's getting it out and he feels happy because he don't have to sit in it and it's off of him. So if he now has underwear where he could feel his accident, he's more likely going to give you a heads up before he does it. So that's actually just like you're at the cusp. <laughs> you're ready for the next phase. It's just tailoring it a little bit so that he can give you verbal warnings before he goes. You'll still have to do a little cleanup, but mm -hmm. he's more likely going to say, you know, PP, even if he says it after he already did it, that's still good because he's recognizing that, whoa, I just went and I feel this all over me and I don't like this feeling versus nah, 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 you got to clean up the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good advice. Um, I do have a question for you. Uh, one of my friends is in the process of potty training um, and using your book as a reference. And so one of the things that's frustrating to her is that some days will be really good and then some days... Or some hours will be really good. And then some hours, it's just like, you know, I was, yeah, it, it's just not. So what advice yeah. do you have? I would say pick and choose your battles and realize that if she's getting a couple hours that are good, that's good. You just keep positively reinforce, reinforcing the message. 
And as parents, we repeat ourselves a thousand times a day, every day. So what it is, eventually they get it. Eventually they'll listen. Eventually they'll understand and they'll remember the more that we keep pushing that message. So when she's having those little lapses in time, mm-hmm. just focus on the fact that she's having good moments. So don't beat her. I don't want her to beat herself up because she had a few bad moments. Recognize the fact that some some parents aren't even at that phase yet. They're not getting any goes on the That's what I was just all. about to say. It could be a bad hour, you know, every hour of the, of the day. So, you know, focus on the good out of it, you know? Yeah. And then when they do have that accident or mess up, just realize, okay, they probably need a break right now. You can even do this potty training on a time schedule where you say, okay, the morning, we're going to focus full out on potty training, but maybe in the afternoon, I'm going to go ahead and put that pull up on because it's a little bit convenient because we have running around to do, or I want to give the child a break because it is an exercise. They're working their brains. They're being more aware of themselves. Most kids, you know, they don't care about their body parts all over the place. They, they throw tantrums and they'll beat themselves up while they're doing a tantrum. So the fact that they're even aware that they're having this accident or they're going and they're making it to the potty, that awareness is working their brain. You're, you know, it's a muscle. It's like an exercise, seriously. So I would tell her to just don't get frustrated, maybe give herself a time period. And maybe that time of day where she's having that success, let that be her potty training time. It's like school. Now you're in potty training school between these hours. And once they get successful and they nail it between those hours, now add a couple more hours onto the day. So this way you can look at that as small accomplishments versus, oh my God, we were doing so good from 12 to two, but then from four to six, it was terrible. Okay, well, four to six isn't your time. Let's focus on the other times of the day and start adding on an hour and and phasing them into this whole training method and you'll find more success. Hmm. That's really good advice. Thanks. (laughs) I'm a poopy expert. (laughs) I love talking about poop and potties. It's it's so funny. I really, I really do enjoy this. Um, So yeah, any other questions, Chris, did you want to contribute because you've experienced this whole potty training starting at six months old Mm -hmm. with me. And we had a lot of people criticizing us in the very beginning because they thought we were just crazy first time parents and we didn't know what we were doing. You know, it's so funny because, um, you know, my mom was like, what? Y'all already, you know, trying to potty train that baby. He was like, yeah, you know, a lady from another country told us as soon as they start sitting up, that's when you actually uh, that's when you actually start potty training them. And, you know, it was kind of the laughing stock for a lot of people. But now everybody can clearly see that this potty training method really works and then they're amazed like wow he's only what and he's already potty trained or she's potty trained so at the end of the day you have to try it but now you know um i I know it's tough for some people because they work and the kids in daycare so you have to be patient that might stretch the process out a little bit longer but uh you know with me being retired you know i'm hands-on and monique is hands-on when she's not ripping and running around so you know we just kind of tag teamed it um, but you can't get frustrated. You can't give up because as soon as they finally get the breakthrough and, and get what you really want out of them, as far as being fully potty trained, now you're pretty much relaxed. Now all you got to do is just walk into the restroom in the bathroom and you know, uh, and and um, the restroom and restaurants to make sure they're protected. But they take care of themselves, so so it, it's a good deal. Yes, and I do also want to make the point that even when they're two and three using the method, which is starting early they're still not fully in charge of their bladders. I'm still saying, you know, do you have the potty? And they'll, no, 
all right, well, let's try. And then they end up going. Yeah. So yeah. it's not supposed to be one of those things where you're just my, my, my kids potty trained. So they'll tell me when they have to go. Well, yes, they'll tell you. But if you know that it's been a little while, you should offer them the opportunity to relieve themselves and they're less likely to have an accident. Also, you know, kids will wait to the last minute. They'll be dancing around and you'll be like, you got to pee. No. And they don't all of this moving around. You're like, yeah. you, you know, you got to pee. Let's let's go on to the bathroom. I don't know what that's about and why kids like to wait to the last second to the point where they're like literally peeing on you as you're trying to like get their underpants down. <laughs> like, that's because they're, they're, they're focused on what they're doing, whether it's the iPad or toys or whatever. Yeah. And they just, they just want to stay with what they're doing to have fun. And they're dancing around everywhere. And sometimes they have an accident, you know, if you don't check them and make them go. Yeah, it's yeah. That's so true. My son, um, he waits until the last minute before he poops. So <laughs> when you know he has to go, like he has to go right in that moment there is nothing that there's nowhere we can go so we went to um the playground <laughs> and he goes he goes he looks at me i saw him i'm like i i know what's about to happen so i took him in the woods this is so terrible in the woods in the woods i dug a hole oh you went old at school least you military dug a hole. type yeah. well, <laughs> listen to this i dug a hole and you know covered it all up, did his business. All, I mean, he, literally he goes in like less than a second. Um, and then he goes back to playing. Not 10 minutes later, these older kids are in the woods. This happened the other day. And they come running out of the woods and they go, we found human poop. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. They knew it was human poop. Oh, they, oh, I mean, I'm sure it stunk up the woods. I'm like, he's an adult when he goes. Like, it's just. That is hilarious. So I was like, I just looked at my husband. I'm like, we got to get out of here. Like, so fast. Avoid eye contact with everyone. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Wait. So we've definitely had some funny poop stories. Um, Chase. <laughs> He's hilarious. So we had the same situation where, you know, we get out the shower and he's running around, you know, booty out. And um, he normally will come to us and say, I poop. But when he says I poop, he's telling us that he has to go. So he came over to me and he's like, mommy, I poop. And I was like, oh, you got to poop. I'm like, come on. I sit him on a toilet. He doesn't do anything. So I'm like, OK, that's odd. Normally he doesn't give false alarms like that. So I thought that was weird. So I said, I'm yelling at Chris. I'm like, Chris, didn't Chase poop earlier? And he said, no. I said, well, he's saying he has to poop. So then Chris comes in the bathroom and sits him on the toilet and he doesn't go. So I'm like, well, yeah, I just sat him on. I don't know why he said that. That's so weird. So I'm walking out of the bathroom. He's running behind me and he says, mommy, I turn around. I poop. And he's pointing down the hall into my closet and I see a huge pile. <laughs> And then he starts clapping like, yay. Like, I'm like, no, but okay. At least you didn't go on yourself technically. But yeah, he was so excited. Like, yeah, I poop. I handled that. Like, he's like, I, I did it. I'm done. Now you handle it. Oh my <laughs> God. It right. It was so funny. Um, and then another time, I'm not going to say which kid because I don't want them to ever listen to this podcast or their friends, parents listen. And then they come back and say, oh, we heard about you. One of my kids took a poop in the tub yeah. and it was like it was like they that kid looked at us 
as if it was our fault and we did it and was so disgusted like get me out of this tub i can't believe you have me in this tub with that turd sitting right there we died it was so funny i was cracking up and and this kid is screaming like ah, get me out of here so it was just like abort get all of the kids out of the tub put them in the shower right. and i'm just cracking up laughing i videotaped it i sent it to all my family <laughs> it was so funny i'm like you acting like i did the poop and put it in the tub like you just did that hilarious um but yeah i wanted to definitely give a couple of um tips you'll obviously if you get the book it's a very short read it's so easy. I purposely did it that way. I didn't want to go all deep and start talking about how the poop should look and all of those different technological things. I really just wanted it to be an overview of the method itself and to prepare you and have you feel more empowered when you take on this whole journey. There are tips that I have at the end of the book for walkers. So if you have a child that is older, there are tips in the book for that child as well. It's not just for infants. And I think that it will help um, for parents who have multiple kids. They may have one on the way and one that they're trying to potty train before they um, have their next child. So um, definitely a lot of tips and tricks in there, milestones, marking those things. Um, and another major thing for me to just say, once again, it's not about perfection, it's about familiarity. It's about letting your child know that this is what the toilet's for. One thing about my kids, I have no issues with them using the potty. I mean, they go, they handle their business. They're not in there all day for hours at a time. They go handle their, yeah. I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> where he, he does it on purpose. It's like he escapes. My It's like a going joke in this house. I'm like, where's daddy? Oh, he's probably in the toilet. <laughs> all of my kids know. If daddy's nowhere to be found, he's in the bathroom. It's like, what are you doing? Like, Forever. He's looking at Twitter, I'm sure, like my husband's doing. He doesn't really even do social media. Yeah, I don't look at social media like that. I don't really do all of that. He's trying to escape. No, it's 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 complicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, uncomplicated, because my husband does it too. Yeah, oh I just like to, you know, go in there and get a little private time and chill. And if it and activates, it activates. Toilet. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'd rather just chill in a closet somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I would love to chill in the bed, but Monique will be complaining about me laying down. So I just go in the bathroom and pretend. Oh, no, nah, that's a oh, joke. Oh, okay. No, that's I got a you. Joke. I got you that's now. A, well, I, I know door, now. You still can't get in and get me. Ah! <laughs> I'll karate kick that door down. <laughs> no, so, um, so yeah, I, I do want parents to know it's not about perfection, it's about familiarity. Let the child just kind of go with the child. Let them show you what they're capable of and start there. So if they're only giving you a few hours out the day where they are acing it, okay, start there and then keep adding on. Don't get frustrated because relapses will happen. They will have times where they just kind of backtrack and you're like, wait, you were just potty trained for a whole month and now you're wetting yourself. It's natural. It's a part of the process. Sometimes you have a new baby, new environment, and they'll have an accident. It's okay. Um, but the sooner you start, the better. If you haven't started, try underwear. If they can feel their mistake, they're less likely to do it again, or they'll give you a heads up that it's coming. Um, kids don't like to feel that. They don't want to be messing on themselves. Um, it's just not natural. Um, so also just keep in mind that, dang, I hate when it happens. I just like literally lost my train of thought mid-sentence. 
that's baby brain. Like that's so terrible. It is. I know. Oh, that's irky. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> when it happens, when they have the accident in the underwear, you put them in. That's you know, it's okay. Put them in puppy mode. It's yeah. okay to be in puppy mode. You, it's going to be a little cleaning on your part, but the joy of it all is that you'll spend less money on diapers because they're going to be potty trained sooner. Mm -hmm. um, the overnights, that's definitely something that is a little bit more difficult. So I say tackle the daytime first. Once they have aced potty training during the day, then move on to nighttime. Chase, he's almost two and he is like a pro. He'll come right over to you, pee pee. You know, sometimes we have potties like still stashed everywhere. So depending on where we are, because like I said, sometimes they wait to the last second to tell you we're able to grab a little potty or run them to the bathroom, you know. So um, the more that you encourage them, they'll get it. Don't give up. Don't beat yourself up and take it in phases. Once they've aced potty training inside the house, now make little short trips to the store in their big kid underwear. Let them feel like they are, you know, they're moving and grooving too. And if they wet themselves, don't beat yourself up. Just reinforce like, okay, next time you got to let me know when you got to go. Just say potty mommy. Just say pee pee. Trust me, you'll say it a thousand times, but they, it will stick. It will stick. Allie, did you have any um, tips that you wanted to offer just based off of um, your two and, and just what you've witnessed between the two as you potty train both of them? I mean, honestly, you're my potty pro. Like, I'm lucky to have you in my life for one of the one of the reasons um, to help me with my kids. <laughs> you're so, funny. But, so yeah, I think being patient and not beating yourself up or beating the situation up to get frustrated. I mean, I think it's the nail on the head with that. Yes, and I think also another. I remember a parent said this to me, they were talking about how inconsistent their child's poops were. And I said to that person, um, you should definitely look into getting a probiotic. Um, make sure that they are eating healthy stuff. A bunch of sugars and stuff will dehydrate the child. It's going to be harder to poop. Um, make sure that they are hydrated, drinking enough water throughout the day so that they're not straining. That's another reason why some children don't like pooping on the potty. They don't like their feet dangling. They want to feel the ground underneath them so that it helps them get it out. So a lot of times they'll stand in that corner because it's more comfortable for them to get it out. So if you're having problems with the child relapsing or just going backwards, change the potty. Maybe not do the insert on the toilet because they may be more comfortable sitting with the potties that sit on the floor so that they can press their feet into the floor. If they're having a hard time straining, make sure that they're drinking plenty of water. Give them less juice, more water. Um, also, make sure they're not having too many sugars. Balance it out with the veggies. It really all does play a part in this whole journey. And um, the probiotic, we swear, we swear by that. They have a probiotic every single day. We don't have issues with poops around here. <laughs> and the biggest tip I can give you is to get my book. Hello. You can go to notforlazymoms.com. And my book is available there. If you don't want the hardcover or the paperback version, we do have Kindle version. It's on Kindle, Amazon, and um, you're able to uh, have the ebook version. So, and it's on Barnes and Noble. It's everywhere. So, if you're looking for not for lazy moms um, books and you need the potty training book, visit our store. It's actually less expensive if you buy it right from our website, www.notforlazymoms.com. Um, so yeah, do we have any confessions? I think we kind of confessed as we went along, right? Yes. Poop in the woods <laughs> yeah. and all that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, but no, this was an awesome, um, an awesome chat, and I hope that it helps some people. If you have any more questions, you can reach out to us on our social media or send us an email. Um, buy the book, <laughs> all that good stuff. But this was great. Anything else you wanted to add to it, Allie, before we go? No, you're you're motivating me to kind of get back on track with things. So we're gonna <laughs> check in. Look, we're gonna check in with Allie in like two weeks. We're gonna all do. Right. Two, we're gonna give you two weeks. And just right. see where you end up. But go get them go get them little big boy underwear. I'm telling you, that's going to make a huge difference. I can't wait to hear the feedback. And, and the thing right. is, once you give them the big boy underwear, you have to, like, hype it up. Oh, look at the big boy underwear. Like, yes. wow, you know. And that's what gets them really excited about it as well. Absolutely. Nice. All right. All right, Allie. We're going to be checking in with you. Yeah. <laughs> the get pressure is on. Get your lifestyle watch for the first part of it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all so much as always for tuning in and we will see and chat with you next week. Take care.